We are back. Today, Amanda is recapping A Court of Thorns and Roses, book three, A Court of Wings and Ruin. Oh, this one's called Akka War. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh my God. That's so good. Okay. My mind is blown. War. I know. I get it. She read this book eight months ago. So get ready with your correction corner. Take your notes, text them to Amanda when you listen to it, and we will correct them in the next episode because we're going to get some things wrong, but that also makes it, we have more fun that way. Okay, it's been a minute. We're back. We're back. I actually was going to look up when I finished reading this book because I was trying to rack my brain earlier today. Like, wait, what? When? Who? (laughs) What is this third book about? I finished reading it July 3rd of last year. So it's been been over six months. Yeah, it's been like eight months maybe nine. I'm not good at math. So I think it's been like nine months. So, and I have read, you know, dozens of other books since then. In this book, which we are referring to as A Court of Thorn and Roses series, book number three, A Court of Wings and Ruin. This book is long. It is very long. Is it longer than the last one? Yes, it is longer (gasps) than the last one. That was the longest book ever. Which took three episodes to recap. Yeah, I have found three recaps that all are relatively short, and it is jogging my memory that a lot does happen, but there's a lot of exposition I think I can leave out because there's a lot. There are a lot more characters introduced that I'm hoping don't play a big part down the line because I can't get into the nuances of all these characters, but there's some there's some good plot twists that happen, but it is long, so I'm I'm hoping we can keep this to maybe two episodes instead of three, but we'll see what happens. I know we were dragging at the end of the last one. I was so tired. So. And then we had to take a four-month break <laughs> or whatever yeah. it's been. <laughs> yeah, but as I was telling you, I have not read the newest one, Silver Flames, and so the goal is to kind of read that and pod in real time so I'm giving you accurate information and I'm not reading recaps from pluggedin.com, bookseriesrecaps.com, and then the A Court of Thorn and Roses Wikipedia. Right. So. so you're not trying to recap a book that you read eight months ago. Right. And as we have been told by some dedicated listeners, I get details wrong because <laughs> there's just a lot of them and I can't help myself. I'm sorry. Okay. So the ne- book four is not a court of blank and blank it's just silver no. flame well book four is technically a little novella. novella called frost and starlight it, i mean it's still like 200 pages i'm like that's like a full-length book yeah and it's, it's sort of the aftermath of some big battles that happen in this book it's number five's name a court of silver flames <gasps> we lost the end wait yeah there's no Thorns it's not a court of silver we... and flames. No. 
Wow. In Silver Flames, as it's the fifth book, I think the point of view switches from Feyre to Nesta. I've heard it's the horniest book. Nesta, I'll freak dope. If you have heard that this book is the spiciest, you get some hints in Frost and Starlight. She loves to have sex with all the fairies. She basically co- goes from like shell, depressed, angry person to screwing the whole town and having a blast or i don't know and also maybe like a alcoholic which is troubling but oh. we'll get to that in a couple of episodes so i have two correction corners from the previous episode which is when we wrapped up wings and fury no not um, wings and fury mist and wings fury. is the mist and fury yeah <laughs> there wasn't a lot of mist or i mean there was a lot of fury there was a lot of anger but there wasn't much yeah. mist so i have two correction corners Thanks to my sister, Sarah. One is pretty, like, non-consequential. When Sarah's sisters were being thrown into the cauldron, I think we, I may have mistakenly said that they were naked. They were not naked. They were wearing nightgowns because they had been ripped out of their beds. But because they were wearing, like, flimsy little nightgowns when they came out of the cauldron, you could, like, see everything. So, Oh, so the cauldron didn't even burn them off. They didn't even emerge naked. They were just, like... It was just wet. like wet fabric. Yeah. Leaves nothing to the imagination. Still hot. So sexy. The like flimsy okay. fabric where you can see every de- Yeah. It's, it's Yeah. Your mind just photoshopped off those stupid nightgowns. You're like, I know what I'm looking at. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> and then the second one is a little bit more important to fix or to correct. <laughs> being the <laughs> human who was in love with Amarantha's sister and then betrayed yada, 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 <laughs> was the eyeball and the bone. He was brought back as a full, fully realized, not a fairy. He's still just a human. Okay. So that was my mistake. I thought, because I'm like, why would you just come back as like a human? You'd want to come back as like a fairy. But remember, he hated fairies. Yeah, but you can just die again. Right. Okay. So anyway, so now he's just a regular mortal man. But working with Highburn. Still working with Highburn. Do we ever, what's his motivation there? Do we know? You don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I can make assumptions. I don't know. Um, Okay. So I will tell you where I remember us being. Okay. Yeah. Our last episode was several months ago. So it's been a minute. Okay. So Farah and Riesland love each other Mm -hmm. very much. They're mated. They're soulmates. They're whatever. Her sisters got kidnapped and thrown into a cauldron, and they emerged fairies. So now Nesta and Elaine are fairies. But then Tamlin was helping Highburn. And so Feyre has to go back with Tamlin and pretend to not hate him so that she gets, like, information. She's the mole is the idea. And so... Nesta and Elaine are at a night court with Reese and all of his friends. And Feyre is with Tamlin, but they still, Feyre and Reese still have their psychic bond, I assume. So she can like talk to him in her head. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's what I remember. Highburn is wanting to take over all of Prithian and like, I don't know, kill all the humans, enslave humans or something, whatever he wants to do. And so he's the big bad guy that they're trying yeah. to fight against in general. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. 
He wants to break the wall that separates the human realm and the fairy realm. He wants power. And Zay pretended like the bond was broken, but you can't break a bond, the mating bond. But they Mm. did break the initial um, act or whatever you want to call it, where she had to like go visit like once a week for every month or whatever. Okay. And so when the bond broke, that tattoo that he put on her hand disappeared. But secretly she has a tattoo on the other hand. But now because she can like daggle people and knows all of her powers, she can like mm-hmm. magically hide this tattoo that she has. That but also like, matters. If you have a secret tattoo, put it on your butt. Why'd you put it on your <laughs> hand and then you have to hide it? I guess Tamlin's gonna see her butt though. Or will he? He's expecting to. Is she just going to keep puking? I was watching a TikTok. <laughs> I think you sent it to me. Yeah. And I was like, friend get was... this girl to a doctor. She is vomiting so much. She is unwell. Get her to a doctor. Ugh, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's as much puking in this first part of the book, but there is some light poisoning, which we'll get into. Mm. Ooh, some love it. Kind That's of, new. I don't yeah. think we've had poison. No, we haven't had poison yet. So that is correct. We left off. Sarah is back in spring court plotting against Tamlin. Reese and her sisters are back in night court with Cassian and Azriel Moore and Amran and all their like little family. And mm-hmm. that's where we start off with Wings and Ruin. Okay. Tell okay. me about the Wings and the Ruin. How do we start? Where do we open? Are we opening in spring court or night court? Does this book start like immediately after the last one ends or has like time passed? Do you remember? It starts almost immediately after. There, okay. The first part of the book is actually a flashback from Reese's point of view. So it's kind of setting the stage for this book, which we assume there's going to be a big battle, a big, you know, kind of come to Jesus moment between Prithian and Highburn. So we start with a flashback of Reese. This is two years before the wall has been built. So it's like the kind of last oh. big battle. Oh, this is before Feyre. This is before before us. We haven't read this. We haven't seen this series of events. Okay, got it. No. And so this is probably like, you know, 400 years ago. I don't recall. Or or 100, like whatever the timeline is, but hundreds of years ago. And it's just a simple flashback. He's just in like a battlefield and he's surrounded by a bunch of dead Illyrian soldiers and he's looking for Asriel and Cassian and he's like feeling really at a loss and he's sad and he's feeling really desperate to find his two BFFs and he is picking apart like broken wings and oh. ruin wings and ruin perhaps ruined and, wings right <laughs> and he doesn't actually find them in this flashback Obviously, but it's setting the, because it's they're not setting dead. the stage right right but he doesn't know like, they're not find, dead but he didn't know that okay yeah but he doesn't like find her alive you know bodies or whatever i think it's just setting the stage of like death and turmoil to come trauma sarah j moss loves her trauma well everyone's mad at her right now because they thought she was going to announce like a new book in one of her many series and no she was just announcing that they did a redesign of all the covers of all the books which looked very nice but great i'm sure she's working she's She's working. Give her a minute. She's blessed. She's working on the TV show. Yeah, she's busy. Busy. As if there's not enough fan fiction to hold you guys over. Come on. I know there's plenty. Okay. 
So after this quick little flashback with Reese, we are now back with Feyre in spring court with Tamlin. She is acting very traumatized. Again, love some trauma. She's acting very traumatized. Doesn't, I don't even think she's like sleeping in the same room as Tamlin or maybe he's sleeping with her, but she's like not letting him touch her. So like nothing sexual is happening between the two of them. There's, there's no additional spice between Tamlin and Farah because she's acting very like traumatized from mm-hmm. the past like nine months that she's been kidnapped, quote unquote, from again, right, you know, away right. from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but while she's there, she's trying to plant the seed in all of the spring court people and his little like foot soldiers that Tamlin sold you out to Highburn. He betrayed Prithian by bringing Highburn into spring court. There are spring court or there are Highburn soldiers all around spring court. And so Farah is trying to get all of his people to like turn on Tamlin, which does seem shitty that. He brought, like, the big bad just because he was mad at his girlfriend that didn't like him. Like, you involved all these people in this just because a girl didn't like you back? Yeah. Giving incel energy. We learned in book two that he's problematic. Yeah, he's got some anger issues. And a couple of times she's... I don't recall the details, but I do know that she gets him angry enough and he, like explodes a wardrobe or like a desk in his study and she doesn't try to protect herself and so she's got like bruises and cuts all over her because the you know the wood of this wardrobe like hit her i think Um, that happened in book two this okay maybe i but this also happens in book three (laughs) okay so maybe it happens in book three (laughs) maybe it happens in book three but because she freed everybody from amarantha she is known as the curse breaker so people love Sarah. And so when they see Sarah walking through the spring court with cut up, cut up face and bruised and oh. all that stuff, they're like, fuck Tamlin. Like, what is he doing to her? And there is an Yancy. You remember our girl Yancy, the high priestess, do, the whatever priestess. the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yep. She's back. Sarah obviously hates her because Yancy was the one that betrayed Sarah and had her sisters kidnapped and is also working with Highburn and Tamlin and has her own motivations for power, yada, yada, yada. And there's like a summer court, summer festival, not the sex one. I think this is just like a fun one. Summer festival. Summer festival or spring festival? God. Spring festival? It's got to be a spring festival. But I think it's spring court. I know, but I think it's on the summer solstice. But it must be spring Summer festival at spring court? I don't know. Festival. They've got But then we had that whole thing about like, does summer court ever have winter? But they don't. But like night court has day. So it's, I don't know. Who knows? And who knows? Dawn court doing? has dusk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless, there is a festival, and Yancy is like some kind of guest of honor. But Sarah does some magic where like the sunshine opens up and it like lands on Sarah, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, we love Sarah so much. We hate Yancy. We hate Tamlin." So she's just like fucking with spring court oh. to make everyone hate Tamlin. That's so fine. Very- That's a new. That's a new side of Farah that I like. Yeah. She also is kind of faking becoming closer to Lucian, which we still like Lucian. But remember at the end of the second book, he's like, you're my mate to Elaine. Yeah. So he's got some motivations for wanting to get back to Elaine. And so Farah's like confiding in him. And then she like embraces him on purpose. And Tamlin like walks in and sees Farah and Lucian embracing each other. And he's like getting angrier. Like 
you know, her lack of adoration. Yeah, he can't touch and, her, but yeah. Lucian can hug her. Yeah. Right. So anyway, that's kind of setting the scene for like the sort of like double crossing that Thera is doing. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Does Tamlin know the extent of her powers that she has now? Or is she keeping that under wraps? She's keeping that under wraps. Okay. Uh, I still think he's ignorant to the fact that she's got like a little bit of power of from each of the High Lords. Okay. Yeah. But she's also been feeling like really weak. Like she's not up to her full powerful standards. And so she's assuming she's like depressed, you know, and away from Reese. There is a there is one point where she like manages to send a note to him down the bond very quickly. And he's like, everyone's okay. Because remember, Asriel and Cassian were kind of like fucked up. And he's like, everyone's mm-hmm. okay. So she's feeling at peace. So like he has the, her sisters. Everyone's okay. Whatever. That's kind of setting the stage. And then the real kind of plot of the book starts with Byburn has sent two, they're twins. They're like twin prince and princess soldier type girl and boy say. And Mm -hmm. they're there with Feyre and Tamlin. And they are like assessing the wall to find weak spots to determine like where's the best part to like go and like destroy the wall between humanity Mm -hmm. or humans and fairies are these the brother sister duo that like made their own colony with like humans no no i remember their name because they come into play later miriam and dracon draken okay so these are just new these are new twins yeah these are new twins they're just like evil hibern twins they are there to assess holes in the wall and so i'm going to picture those twins as team rocket Big Team Rocket vibes. Okay, great. And also Team Rocket vibes in that, well, I think they were like oddly close, but. Well, I think that's Team Rocket. Well, do we think that both of Team Rocket's gay, both of them? Yeah, I'd say Team Rocket was pretty queer, queer coded. Like, um, yeah. What about, okay, so wait, help me think of another brother-sister duo that's like a little too close, but not. don't say Derek. <laughs> Derek and Casey. <laughs> from my life with Derek they were step siblings so like it's different okay what's another one Angelina Jolie and her brother what's another yeah what's another like weird um, sibling duo where you're like I don't know I try to avoid that in the modern media we get enough incest in the year 2023 if I'm being honest incest oh oh you know who I'm gonna picture who's really oh. good but Cheryl Blossom and her brother her bro- in Riverdale mm-hmm. yeah who dies yeah. they were like they felt weirdly close. Yeah, they were super close. And also, wasn't he not dead? No, I think she dug him up and taxidermied him and put him in a wheelchair. And he was just in the yeah. background of scenes as a dead body. Yeah. Anyway, so okay. evil twins working for Highburn. They're on a mission while they're out on one of their mission. Also, Feyre has a little bit more of independence this time around. She's able to kind of like explore. But a couple books ago, he was like, no, I need to keep you safe. You can't leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. So she has a bit more independence. And so she's out with Lucian, the twins, and Yancey. And then while they're there, three children of the... I'm calling them children of the corn because I forget what they're called. The humans that worship the fairies. Exactly. That they, they have like a religious thing. Okay. Yeah. They like stumbled upon Prissian and Sarah was like, get out of here. Like, turn around and go away because the t- creepy twins were like going to kill them. And then the next day they're out again and she finds their bodies like ripped to shreds. 
So she's like, fuck this place. I've done what I need to do. I've like planted the seeds of rebellion. I'm getting the fuck out of here. So she's like, I'm going to sneak into winter court somehow. She finds Yanthi and Lucian alone. And Yanthi is like assaulting him because her, her MO is she wants to have like a high lord husband fairy because that gives her more power. Like, I don't really understand all of her motivations, but she's essentially sexually assaulting him. And Farrah is like, oh my God, this bitch has got to go. So she infiltrates her mind, makes Yanthi- and blows it up. She infiltrates Yanthi's mind and forces Yanthi to break her own hand with a rock. <gasps> and so she- <laughs> this is kind of dark and you're like, oh my God, girl. So yeah, Yanthi's like breaking her own hand by smashing it with a rock. And Farrah's basically like, don't you dare- Fix your hand while she's kind of torturing Yancey with Lucian. The evil twins walk up on them and she's like, fuck you guys. And Lucian and Farah fight them and essentially they kill the twins. But before they do, the twins admit that they've been poisoning Farah with some kind of poison to make her feel really weak and her powers haven't been like to its full ability. Ah, uh, that's yeah. why. Okay. And so, it's nice of them that they admitted that. That was good. Yeah. Thanks. And then she murdered them. So Great. now they're dead. Yeah. Okay. If I was Yanthi, I'd be like, can you please just explode my brain and not yes. make me break my own hand? Like, have me smash my own hand with a rock over and over yeah. until it's mangled and deformed. And then you're like, if if you fix it, I will come after yeah. you and torture you more. So now Yanthi's just like traumatized and walking around with a mangled yeah. hand. Yeah. God. It's like, that's darker. Yeah. It's real dark. So, yeah, a little light torture, some murder all happens in the first, you know, hundred or so pages. And then Sarah's like, all right, I'm leaving. And Lucian's like, all right, I'll go with you because I want to be reunited with Elaine, who's my mate. And also Tamlin sucks. So we're piecing out. I don't really recall if she had like, you know, a pack of supplies ready to go. Can't they like apparate? Can't they like zoom around? zip zip so she cannot yet okay uh, winnowing Maybe she just doesn't know called... how yeah thank you yes can't they winnow yeah can't they no they... i don't think okay she has the ability to winnow yet and i also she can't don't winnow think... or and like tamlin can or like tamlin blocks them in or something so i'm something. sure there's some kind of spells keeping her in okay so, so they've got to go on had... foot they have to go on foot and thankfully they'll go into too many details in this part they just kind of go on foot to winter court but while they're trying to escape lucian's brothers find them mm. now bad brothers bad brothers so eris is he was not the heir but now that lucian is like no longer feeling like he's part of fall court i think eris is the heir and he Aris was the one that is like the heir his name is eris <laughs> but also e-r- like a girl e-r-i-s i don't know E-R-I-S. That's a that's a Greek thing. It's a oh, Greek. That's like the Greek Eros. god of chaos. No. Eris oh. is like he's... the Greek god of chaos or something. Mm. He's pretty but it's, chaotic. So. It's a girl, though. Mm. Anyway. I'm sorry. They go through fall court first, and then winter court is above that. Of course. Obviously. Oh, goes. that's why the brothers get them. We had yeah, a map. We had a map. Hold on. I'm pulling up the map. Oh, yeah, it's a very vertical country. Mm-hmm. land mass or whatever yeah so she had to either go through so it looks like just above spring court is summer and autumn 
Yeah. So they're going through autumn first. Because didn't they burn some bridges with Summer Court? Yeah. They stole the book. Mm -hmm. Good memory. I should really be doing the recaps, but I don't want to read these fucking books. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The spring court. Okay. So she's in spring court. She's going to autumn court. Yeah. First to get to winter court to then get to. She's just, she has to go all the way up. They have to go. Night court's at the very top. She's just going to walk all the way there. Or, okay, you know what? I could be wrong. I think she's so she's still weak from that poison. And so she mm. she can winnow, but she's also not strong enough yet to, like, go very far. So I think they could hypothetically, like, winnow a couple times, need to rest, winnow some more. She's not, like, that trained or whatever. and okay. But she's been poisoned. And I think they're poisoning Lucian, too. I think he was also being poisoned. Whatever. Okay. I don't know if he has winnow powers because he just has fire power because he's fall court. It doesn't matter. And he's not a high um, lord. Or he was. Or is he? he is, he's high say, but he sort of disavowed his family tree. And mm-hmm. so he's no, I mean, I think he still would be considered high lord, but he's just not like heir to autumn court. Because heiress is the heir. <laughs> exactly. That's easy to remember. Eris okay. is the heir. And I I don't remember if this was part of book two or book three, but you learn that Moore was supposed to marry Eris, remember? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Um, I haven't really heard much about his brother. It's just that he's that they're shitty and they were mean. They're shitty. The, you find out in this book, then if I hadn't mentioned it, but basically Moore was betrothed to Eris. Mm. Did not want to be betrothed to him, but she was anyway. And then they like, basically like crucified her and like nailed her oh. to the ground and like assaulted her and you did tell me about that and then that's when Riesland like rescued her or the Cass- the Cassian. Cassian rescued and rescued her yeah okay I did hear about that yeah yeah so Eris sucks they they are caught by him and the brother the other brother's names I could not tell you they're caught by him briefly they were able to escape and then they're in winter court and they're very cold because it's always winter and shocker they're getting more and more desperate and then they're running across like a frozen lake the brothers are back there's like a you know tussle they've been fighting for a while and then cassian and Azriel fly in to the rescue because i think at this point farah is able to regain some power and send reese a message like come help me please i'm being attacked in winter i need you to pick me up and fly me around with your wings and then teach me how to read a book she already knows. She figured it out. She figured that out last book, right? She can read now. She can read. I mean, I wouldn't say her comprehension is probably like hours. You don't know. I don't know. Maybe she's could... reading Shakespeare. Maybe she took to it really fast. Maybe she's That's reading true. poetry. Maybe she's writing poetry. Remember, she's okay. a painter. She's an artiste. But she hasn't really yeah. been able to like paint like she used to. Sure. Asriel and Cassian come rescue them in winter court from the Bad Fall Brothers. Mm-hmm. And then Asriel picks up Lucian. Cassian like a baby. picks up Thera, yep. And they or like a koala. I don't know. Or like a, a I mean it, I think it's more like a bridal carry, like carrying the bride over the threshold kind of thing. Yeah. You know? If anyone could carry you like that, who would you want it to be? You weigh an ounce. Adam Driver. Not a bad choice. I don't hate it. I think you I, could do that. My current weight, though, I don't think I need to be announced. I think it could carry like that normally. Sure. Yeah, probably. 
I was going to say The Rock, which also he could also probably pick me up fine. Not because I love him so much. I just think it'd be really comforting to be so small. small. Next to such a large man. You can. And I would I would lay my head on his giant tattoo. So anyway, so now we are back in night court and Sarah is about to be reunited with Reese and all of our little hearts started going pitter patter. I can't wait for their reunite. Do we know why he didn't come pick her up? That's like when you get in on the airport and he sends his boys to pick you up and you're like, why the fuck didn't you pick me up at the airport? My guess is, oh, I think there's like a, okay. He's busy. (laughs) (laughs) He's just doing something at his his town home. I have to say that I know that you wrote this book eight months ago and that obviously you get things wrong, but I also set you up because I do ask questions that aren't that important to the story. And I'm sure it was like a tiny sentence about like why Reese wasn't there. And I was like, but why wasn't he there? I want to know. I'm like, Laurel, I'm just going to say what I think sounds good. But I do think, and again, I do think should be, I, I do think should be the title of this podcast maybe. He is kind of like enemy number two in Christian, like everyone kind of hates him. Remember, he has mm. a, like facade of being like big bad, big baddie. Remember, he sold. I mean, they sold a book from Summer Court, so Summer Court isn't happy with him. So I don't yeah. know if there's like a bounty on his head necessarily, but I don't think he has a great relationship with all of these various courts, which does come into play later. So I'm not totally making this up. So my guess is he's pretty unwelcome, and he can just like fly into Winter Court and then fly out. I don't know. Okay, did we get to see any of Winter Court? Yeah, they like climb into mountains and they're freezing to death and because they can't make fire because they've got no powers right now. Do they um, have like a city though? Like I want to know the vibe. I don't think, Ski I think they're, kind of on the, they're on the outskirt. That would be nice. I do I'm do. i actually picturing, a, I'm picturing like castle covered in snow. Yeah, winter court. The winter court fairies are like, ice blonde like really cold mm. you know sharp Elsa and very Elsa I would say winter court based on some drawings yeah are like icy covered castle okay you know the the house in the shining mm-hmm. you mean the like hotel that, but just oh yeah the hotel it's like that but you know covered in ice and snow but then other pictures are more like pal- palatial Okay. So, yeah. Feyre and Reese are about to see each other again after being apart. So they fly to the townhouse. Right. His, his townhouse. Easily townhome. And everyone's in there. Elaine. Okay. I shouldn't say that because I could be very wrong. I'd be like, you guys need to go. Like, <laughs> can we have a fucking hour before we have like friends over? But whatever. No. Nope. I'm picturing her coming back from the airport. And I'm like, I don't want to see anybody right now. I just I got back a shower. I need a shower. I need a snack. I've got airplane on me. I need a seltzer yeah. and a baby bell. Like, give me <laughs> a minute. That's what I'm picturing. So I'm like, leap. Get out. So when she gets to the townhouse, I'm pretty sure like Amryn, Moore, her sisters are there. Obviously, Cassie and Azrael drop her off. And so she sees him and she like falls to her knees and he's crying and she's crying and he's like embracing her. And at this moment, Lucian is like, oh, I do understand now that you are mated. And that wasn't just like all bullshit. 
And he's also feeling sad because Elaine is there and she's like, I don't want anything to do with you. Like, who the fuck yeah. are you? You have one eyeball. I don't want to be a fairy. A little, a little, Elaine doesn't want to be a fairy? No. Elaine, oh. remember Elaine had the human fiance? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she Does she miss him? Late. But she can't marry a him lot. now because she's a fairy. No. So it's a really sweet reunification of Thera and Reese. Is that not the right word? I don't think so. I think it's just reunion. I think reunification is when you like reunite families that have been separated. Maybe. Unlike countries. Okay. Like the reunification there's a beautiful, of Germany. <laughs> there's a beautiful reunion. There you go. So they were reunited. It's really sweet. There's crying and tears and they're like hugging and kissing. And then he's like, everyone get out of my temple. We gotta, we gotta, you know, consummate this reunion, consummate the reunification. Mm -hmm. But briefly, you are told that Nesta is really angry and like doesn't want to talk to anybody. I know she's always angry. When has she not been angry? This whole book, the sisters are kind of like in and out. They're not really big plot points until like towards the end. But the whole time, I'm like, these sisters are fucking assholes to you as a fairy and as a human. And now they're like immortal and hot and they're sad. Get for it. Yeah. Get for it. So, and also, it's like, don't act like this is the worst thing that happened to you because you were also miserable when you were human. So like, you had is, no money. it's a you problem. Hey, hey, what's the common thread? It's you. You're the problem. It's you. Taylor, Alice, and Swift. No, they were poor and starving. And then Sarah became a fairy and got them a bunch of money. And they were happy and rich again. And as we all know, money makes everything better. So anyway, they're like, okay. Yada, yada, so he's yada. like, get out. We got to fuck. Yeah. So they do that. And it's great. <laughs> very spicy. It's very, after a couple hundred pages, you're like, come on. Come on. Why am I reading this? I want no spice. So I got yeah. some. And she's, Good. you know, happy to be back. So yeah, basically her sisters are like, really sad Nessa's really angry Elaine is like really depressed but she's also kind of saying things that are like the future and you're like oh. what so she you have come sight she's a seer they say oh. so you were right so she's got the gift of sight she can see but she's not like seeing everything I think it just kind of comes in moments right narratively and- it's very hard to have a character that can see literally everything that would your brain would explode. Well, also just like, how would you tell that story when she knows exactly what's going to happen? Right. So Elaine can see the future sometimes. And then Nesta has some extra evil power that no one really Mm -hmm. knows what, but they can like sense it. And she kind of has like a bond with the cauldron. And so she's (laughs) like, some whatever. What what does that mean? It's a... Like she has, she can like sense when it's like something's going to happen. I don't know. She can sense. She's like, do you think she's, is she going to marry the cauldron? Is we'll that her mate? Out. The cauldron? It's not. Well, Cassian's into her and she's just like, get away from me. But we don't know who her mate is. No one's claimed her no, yet. We don't know who her okay. mate is. And I also don't think we find out in this fifth book. I have not seen any spoilers or anything of like mated, you know, whatever. Okay. Okay, so I was kind of incorrect. The sisters were not at the townhouse. They're at the House of Wind, which is like their big palace above the mountain. So mm-hmm. Elaine, the shell of herself, depressed and missing her human fiance. The once Farah is rested and satisfied, 
by her mm-hmm. mate. They have a meeting of their little inner circle. So Amran, Moore, Cassian, Azriel, Sarah, and Reese. And she kind of like gives them the download. I've infiltrated Spring Court. They all hate him. The wall has a bunch of holes in it. Their goal is to destroy the wall. They want to recruit her sisters to help, hole which I wall? think, yeah, to fix the hole oh. in the wall and like help oh. find the cauldron Who want, again. Wait. Blah, blah, blah. Who wants right. to recruit the sisters? The good, the good inner circle or the yes. bad people? The good inner circle. Like, okay. Reese and, and Farah. And then throughout this next couple hundred pages, they're sort of like putting a plan together. We need to get all of the high lords from every court to come do a meeting of the minds. And then Farah is training with Cassian. She's got to beef up, you know, get some muscles. And she's learning how to fly with Azriel. So I know because Farah she... has wings. <laughs> what? Because it's when? What she okay, sorry. Okay, she doesn't. Wait, she doesn't what? have wings. Also, she she learns that she can make them appear with some of her powers. Like she can make. Oh God, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> okay, I mean she can just like materialize wings sometimes. Yeah, and she can also like the way that she like infiltrated Yanti's mind to like force her to do stuff. I think she can like materialize visions of sorts. And one of those is like she can materialize wings. I think that's is part it of like, her. Well, it's like she could hide her tattoos. So I guess she can just make wings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so, new. When did she figure that out? Just now? In book three? Yeah. In book three. Like, okay. I don't know, whatever. I don't know. If, <laughs> I think she like surprises Reese and is like, well, can you, like, oh my God, you have wings. Are her wings super sensitive too? I don't think they get into that, but probably. I'm sure they or do. Are they even real? Are they just like like the hologram wings? No, they're real because Azriel teaches her how to fly and she's really bad okay. at it. And so she spends a couple, you know, 50, 100 pages training. So she's really sore and her wing muscles are sore and her back is sore. But you do get some nice like one-on-one time with each of the Illyrian soldiers. And so people kind of like fall in love with them, as you know. Okay. How would you... Give me the difference between, I know that there is, and you've kind of told me, what's the difference between Asriel and Castian? Like, personality-wise, how would I keep them straight? Okay, so you've seen, like, the Marvel movies? I have. Cassian is, like, Thor. He's, like, the big, beefy, meaty kind of Kind of a bimbo? Himbo? Kind of a a bimbo, himbo, but also, like, funny. He's, like, funnier, like, a little bit more playful, you know, kind of, he wants to wrestle and, you know. Okay whatever okay. it's a little sillier and then Azriel is much more introverted much more serious he had a pretty traumatic childhood he was kept in a cage like the first 10 years of his life yeah and stuff okay, and then his brothers like burnt his hands and so he's like all kind of scarred has scarred hands and he's got so that he's shadow yeah a little moodier okay. he's got like Darker. a shadow singer vibe mm. so he can like whisper and get secrets from people or whatever and then just visually he had like a shorter haircut kind of like a short crop cut and cassian has like longer like a lob okay so i'm just gonna picture thor okay yeah but with dark hair with more like darker yes but like darker coloring because they're more like you know olive skinned or something boop liz editing uh interlude we got super off topic here talking about fan casting for this series. So that'll be a little fun, short uh, episode if you want to hear 
what we came up with. The spoiler is that Jason Momoa would, would probably be the best for Cassian. But we'll get back to the, the recap in case you don't want to hear our opinions on actors. Boop. So, yeah, Feyre can fly and spends more time with Cassian and Asriel. So okay. at this point, they have to make some kind of wartime decisions like we need to get all the high lords together to come up with a plan as you know a solidified front to attack highburn they've also decided that they need the help of the bone carver your bestie mm-hmm. who lives under that one mountain in the prison yep coming back so they want to recruit the bone carver to help and they also need to recruit Moore's father, who's like the head of the Court of Nightmares, they need him to help do it. So, I assume that Tamlin is not invited to this. No, okay. no, no, no. And they're also nervous that like Tark. They're they're kind of nervous no one's going to show up. But before, I think, and I'm pretty sure it was Moore who was sent out to kind of make peace with everybody and sort of invite them all to this like gathering. But first, Feyre goes to talk to the Bone Carver again. And is like, hey, need your help. And he's like, I'll help you, but you need to get me something first. It's this thing called the Ouroboros. Ouroboros, yes. I know what that is. Uh-huh. Are we talking like this? No, I, it's a thing that exists oh, outside of okay. this. Oh, okay. So, great. Well, let me tell you what it is yeah. outside of this and see how close it is. Okay. The okay, Ouroboros okay. is the snake eating its own tail. So oftentimes it's in the shape of like an infinity symbol or it can just be a circle. It yep. is famously as everyone knows the lower back tattoo that scully gets in x files yeah yeah we all know this to be true yep Uh Mm uh-huh um it is not that but that makes sense because basically it's a mirror and you look in this mirror and it reflects your true self back at you so i guess like the snake eating its tail like eating itself so this mm-hmm. mirror reflects your true reflection back to you. And the bone carver is like, Farah, I want you to get this and I want you to look at it. But whenever people look at it, they kind of go crazy. So have sure. fun. I love that. I want you to get this mirror and then I want you to look at your dumbass face. I want you to sit there in the fucking hairstylist chair yep. with your hair looking shitty and wet and your weird little black smock on and stare at yourself while she mixes your color and you think about what you've done. And you look at your true self, which is the <laughs> ugliest being you've ever come across. Your skin yeah. has never looked worse. So that's yeah. Ouroboros. Okay. Yeah, that's that. And she's like, okay. So they have. To- so the Ouroboros is in the Court of Nightmares, conveniently. It's not like hidden or anything. So they're going to go down to get it. And so this is when Reese and Feyre have to don their like sexy little outfits again and have to act like super slubby and like... So they still can't let Moore's dad know about the ruse, even though they're trying to recruit him to help anti-Hyburn? Yeah, it's stupid. Okay. All right. But uh, basically, they go down there. His name's Kier. Kier. Whatever. Yeah, that's Moore's dad. And they do this behind Moore's back, and she gets really pissed about it. And they're basically like, we need your help because you have a big court full of all these, like, foot soldiers, basically. And he's like, I'll agree to help you, but my night court needs to have access to Valeris. I want my night court to be able to like roam freely because it's not fair that they're just like stuck down here. And so Reese like begrudgingly agrees and then more finds out and she's like, I'm really pissed. I can't believe you did that. That's like her abuser. So he's like making deals uh, yeah. with her abuser. 
Yeah. Okay. So Reese yeah. kind of like sucks sometimes too. And then Sarah makes the decision that she's not going to take the Ouroboros because she doesn't want to like look into it and lose her mind. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm not going to deal with that right now. But maybe she'll come back to it later. Mm-hmm. She's just leaving the bone carver hanging. I mean, he's like in prison, so I don't think left hanging is the right way to say it. I think. What's he up to? No, he's not doing anything. Just waiting for people to come visit, I guess. So, you know, they've come into contact a few times with Elaine and Nesta. Elaine is kind of happy when she's like working in the garden and she's becoming good friends with those two fairies that helped Farah under the mountain. It's like Reese's little like ghost fairy helpers, whatever. I don't remember their names. But she's like kind of becoming friendly with them and like helping them in the kitchen, um, working in her garden. She's like kind of becoming friends with Asriel. Still see that a lot of people ship Elaine and Asriel together. Lucian is being uh, ignored. Elaine and Asriel? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Elaine and Lucian. Lucian. Yes. They're they're And I mates. thought you said Asriel yeah. was into Nesta. No, Nesta. Cassian likes Nesta. Okay. Okay. So so that's and the as- golden retriever boy likes yeah. the mean girl. Okay. Yeah. I understand that trope. Okay. Yes. And then, yes, Elaine and Lucian are technically mates, but Elaine is so traumatized from what happened to her that she just, like, can't even give him the time of day. So she's slowly becoming, like, friendly with Asriel, just, like, kind of okay. through hanging out a little bit. So a lot of people are like, oh, why can't he be with Elaine? But it can't happen. So... But we also know that mate does not mean happy. No, that's true. So I think that'll come into play more in later books. And then because Nesta is has a bond with the cauldron, they <laughs> try to talk to her and they're like, we really we need your help to find the cauldron and we need your help to like fix the wall and like the weak spots. And I kind of, can't really remember how they get her to agree to it but she does agree to help so i think maybe she's tired of just being depressed and drunk all the time and is like okay fine i'll help you if you like leave me alone i'll help you kind of thing okay lucian tries to heal elaine's mind with their mating bond and that's stupid okay sarah's definitely with cassian and they go to the library and they need to find something. They need to find information. Or I don't know if they're just like in the library hanging out. But basically, in the deep depths of the library, there is like a creature, a very, very scary creature that Cassian has seen once. And he is terrified. He's like, you never want to see this thing. It is like so terrifying. And you never like find out what it looks like or what it is. Um, Wasn't that, didn't we have another thing like that? What was it? The, the Weaver. The Weaver. Wait, but right, yeah. someone, someone had looked horrible, and only one of the Bat Boys had seen it, and he couldn't describe it, and it looks like oh. your worst nightmare or whatever. Yeah, this is that. Okay, I must have told you about it before, um, because they also decided they want the Weaver's help, but like we'll get the help of the Weaver later. And so while she's with Cassian in this library, Highburn attacks Night Court. They send. Wait, wait, okay. wait, wait. Okay. They're in Cassian and Farah are in a library in Night Court. Yes. And there's a horrible, scary monster in the Night Court library just hanging out. Yeah. It just hangs out there. Yeah. Does Reese know? 
Does he yeah. care? Yeah. Okay. And so then unrelated to the monster, high burn attacks. At the same time that they're in the library, yes. Did he send the monster? Are you forgetting a point where Highburn like sent no. the monster? No, this... so it it just lives there. That's just its, it's house. Just... It's just cool. okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. okay. it's just in the basement. So they go to the library, and two completely unrelated bad things happen. Yeah. So basically, Damn. they get attacked. She just learned to read. Like, don't make now... libraries scarier. Also, in the library are various women fairies that oh my god they they're not like a religious sect but they like help in the library because a lot of them have like been abused and stuff i think one of them is like missing a tongue <laughs> this isn't but they're not priestesses i don't think so i think they just kind of like okay. help and live and are safe in this library because reese is but like, they're nice and Apparently not safe because there's a fucking monster running around the book stacks. But, but if you don't mess with the monster, I think it just kind of hangs out like in the depths of the library. Okay. Yes, I know. So anyways, Highburn attacks while Cassian and Thera are in the library. And maybe Elaine is with them. I don't fucking remember. Okay. Anyway, so they're running down, running down, running down to like the depths of the library. Cassian's fighting them off. Blah, 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 blah. The monster then attacks. And Cassie's like, don't look at it, don't look at it, blah, blah, blah. And Sarah's like, wait, no, this monster is terrifying. It can help us in the fight against Highburn. And so she talks to it and she's like, mm -hmm. hey, don't kill me or eat me. Let's be friends. Can you help me? And the monster's like, yeah, I can help you. Sarah's like, what do you want in exchange? And the monster, I'm, I'm assuming it's a woman. But I think it might be not be gendered, but. The monster is like, I just want someone to like come down and like keep me company every now and then. That is so dumb. Okay. This whole library scene is reminding me why I can't read these books. Yeah. Okay. This Beauty and the Beast library that goes into the depths of the, oh, the earth with a scary monster. And it's so scary and terrifying that no one ever goes near it. But all at once, is just like someone to hang out with. So I just, just want someone want to talk to. I just want some company. Is it still, um, is it terrifying though? To look I at? don't think Sarah actually sees it. It's like in the shadows. Okay. And so it agrees to help. And so in that moment, it kills the like highburn soldiers that were attacking the night okay. court. And yeah. So now we have the help of this scary monster. Just because it wants. And so then later they're like, okay, well, now we have to, you know, come give this creature its company. And I think Reese or Cassian was like, well, we never said when we would send someone to hang out with it. Rude. Like, I know. Just go down there. Yeah. So that's that. Good stopping place. It is. I mean, okay. So I guess really quick, they know that Elaine is like a seer. She has a vision where she sees a mortal queen and she turns into a firebird at night. And they're like, what? And Lucian's like, I'll go find this firebird mortal queen that was turned into a firebird. Like, I don't know. That's kind of. So Lucian's like on his own adventure. That's kind of where he is right now. This is a good stopping point because the next part is when they meet with the rest of the High Lords and they and you kind of meet some new people and they come to their agreements. Basically, at this moment, Thera has been getting training. They make this agreement with the scary monster. Lucian is off looking for help 
in the form of this fire bird human queen fairy thing nesta has agreed to help fix the wall and now they're about to have a meeting with the other high lords to decide what they're going to do about highburn they're mobilizing yeah exactly they're nervous about how this meeting will go again because reese doesn't have the best reputation in you know prithian and they're not sure if like tarquin will show up because he's mad about the book tamlin definitely won't be showing up they don't know if Fall Court will show up because Lucian has kind of betrayed them and they know Lucian is now with Night Court. So they're just a little nervous that it won't kind of go down. I think they're friendly with Dawn or Dawn is kind of the most neutral and they're friendly with Dawn. Wait, I just said that. Day. Day. Day is, Day is the closest to Night Court. I think they're closest with Day. Dawn is pretty neutral. Winter. There, There is no dusk. No. I think winter is fine too. But okay, it's kind of summer, like summer, autumn, 50. and spring is kind of iffy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that Williams that might have even gotten us into part two. I think I can definitely finish the book in the next episode. I'm I'm not giving you too many details, but I am giving you the silly details of like all the scary monster wanted was a friend. Duh. That's what I want it. That's yeah. cool. why didn't anyone else try to talk to it? Fair is so cool. I know. She She's just like, like, what if we talk to it? Yeah. I think she closed her eyes and just heard the very violent death of the highburn fairies when the little creature was killing it and she just did not look at it. So who knows what it looks like? Scary. Okay. Very scary. Here of the night court of nightmares has agreed to help. So it's like, yeah, they're mobilizing. They're they're figuring out a plan and it's kind of coming together. And yeah. I so. feel set up for the next half of this book. Okay. Okay, great. I'm hungry.